Hello and welcome to today's episode of Meldon Law and Friends. Today is Tuesday, July 13th, 2021. My name is Chris Qualman. I'm here with my very good friend, Carrie Meldon, partner in Meldon Law, a statewide law firm, if you don't know already, that specializes in personal injury law and criminal defense cases. Uh, we started in Gainesville by his father, Jeffrey Meldon, 50 years ago in 1971. We're still going strong in Gainesville, and we're now statewide. We've got an office in South Florida covering the entire Tri-County area from Miami-Dade through Broward all the way up through Palm Beach County. And of course, for 43 years, we have been in Marion County in Ocala, where we just opened a brand new office a couple of weeks ago. So whether you're a first-time watcher or listener, we've got people on 39 audio platforms, I'm supposed to remember. Uh, whether you're first time, second time, or 38th time, because this is our 38th episode, we welcome you to the show. We've got great guests. Uh, we've got first coming up in just a moment, Nick Gillum, well-known golfer from the University of Florida, also very involved in community activities with Infotech. We'll be talking about that. And uh, Carrie, it's been an exciting time for the firm. It has. It has. It's been a great summer. Mm -hmm. uh, thankfully, we're kind of getting out of the, uh, the COVID uh, situation for the most part. Right. Uh, I feel like uh, everyone's been uh, very safe in our office, and thankfully, uh, we've had a really good few months, and we're back in business. So uh, everyone out there, I hope you're having the same luck that we're having uh, at our office in Ocala, Gainesville, and Fort Lauderdale. And of course, I'm sure there are a few people out there watching saying, well, where the heck's Jeffrey Meldon? He's still on that much deserved vacation. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. He's, he uh, sent me a picture of himself uh, river rafting yesterday. I saw that, he yeah. held it up during, we had a Zoom call as we always do every afternoon with our firm, something that's carried over from COVID. Even though we're all back, we're still doing Zoom. And Jeffrey sent us that picture of him down. Uh, absolutely. And I, and I think his bride, Patricia, had him walking up a mountain and uh, he, he biked up a mountain, eight miles, he said, up a mountain yesterday. He's 76 years old. I know. That's the and incredible thing. he has more thing. energy than, than most of, uh, me and my, most of my friends. Did too. he have a life draft on when he was... He had a, uh, a preserver sure. on, okay, but good. he was on a life raft. Just a full yeah. life raft yeah. Yeah. next to him. Yeah. No, no, he, sure his brother, Bob, preserved. was next to him. Okay. So I guess <laughs> if he was a life raft. He was, the life, he was the life raft, yeah. We also want to remind you that we have a second guest coming up, and you don't want to miss our second guest. If uh, you saw some of our earlier episodes of uh, Meldon Lawn Friends, we've brought him back. He is so fantastic. The pastor, Carl Anderson a community leader, a pastor who does so many amazing things in North Central Florida in preventing violence, and he'll tell you all about it. <laughs> he can tell you much better than I can. So please stay tuned for the uh, third and fourth segments of today's program so you can hear what's going on with Pastor Anderson. Also, Carrie, I do want to throw out there that uh, we want to send our thoughts to those who were impacted by Tropical Storm Elsa while you know there was a thought that maybe it wouldn't be so bad well for some it, it did end up pretty bad in fact i think you had a little bit to say about that as well but there has been flooding and uh, the good news one bit of good news and we talked about it on the radio show over the weekend is that the entire north florida area now has been declared a disaster area so fema is now available you simply go on the website fema.org if you have a home that was impacted, whether by flooding, whatever the case may be, you can go on the FEMA website and apply for assistance. Good information, Chris. So. Yeah, uh, Nick, I don't know if you want to uh, follow <laughs> up with what Chris was referring no, to. You, you bring up a good point. Obviously, we were impacted, but we're, you know, we're lucky we're safe, and um, we had good help come in, but we had a large sinkhole open up 
in our um, retention pond near where we live. Um, it was about 30 feet across, maybe 20 feet, um, well, 30 feet both ways, and then who knows how deep. Um, but they came and filled it in, and we've had a lot of help and a lot of support from uh, folks around the area. When it opened up, I would admit, I wish I would have paid admission because we had so many people coming in, <laughs> flying drones, looking, taking pictures. But, uh, you know, luckily, we're, we've covered it up. All right. Yeah, good deal. So you guys go back a long way. So I, I'm going I'm to toss to Carrie to do a formal introduction sure. of, of our guest. And uh, have so, so actually, <laughs> uh, uh, Nick and I went to the uh, same high school, Gainesville High School. Okay. Mm -hmm. He played golf. I played tennis. So we were obviously the toughest guys in school. Absolutely. Yeah, you know? right. no, nobody <laughs> we messed were, with we Carrie were, and Nick. Uh, I'll tell you, you that know, right now. They didn't want to fight us. No one came to fisticuffs with us. And uh, <laughs> sure. I was the number one tennis player, and Nick was the number one golfer. And, and one of the two of you, though, went on to win a national championship. One of us had a little more success <laughs> in college. Yeah, I'm going to admit. There, we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But uh, Nick was, uh, he, he came in, I think, your, my, my senior year. Yeah, you're, your you're a year older. That was a good point to bring up. Thank you. That yes, I'm one great. year older. And he but came he's in taller, and, though. He's, yeah. a he's a tall guy, he's trust pretty, me. He's a, he's a pretty tall guy. So, no, <laughs> Nick's six foot five. For the listeners out there, he's he's kind of scooting down Shrinking, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. But there is, uh, you came in from Wisconsin your, right. junior, your junior year in high that school. Was, yes, right And uh, right away you guys uh, had a great <laughs> golf team at GHS. We, we had did. this public high school that had really good golf and tennis teams, yeah. which was odd because we were playing against like St. Thomas Aquinas. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, all of these really, really fancy private schools in <laughs> South Florida, and we were kicking their butt. <laughs> well, we're lucky to be able to do that for sure. And when I came to Gainesville, it was... Halfway through my junior year of high school, it was right around December, and um, it was cold here for everyone, but I came from Green Bay, Wisconsin, and one of my <laughs> first memories that I have walking through the halls of Gainesville High School, it was probably 50 degrees in the morning. Mm -hmm. I wore shorts, <laughs> and everyone looked at me like I had an eye in the middle of my forehead, <laughs> and uh, I recovered from there, but luckily I was the new guy in school and played golf pretty well and got through academics. But Yeah, and, and speaking of academics, you went to a great uh, college. You started off at uh, the University of North Carolina in Chapel Hill. I did. And you got a, uh, you received a golf scholarship to play there. I did. And then you came, uh, thankfully, to your uh, your right mind, and you transferred back home to the University of Florida. I, I have to thank Buddy Alexander through the lens here to <laughs> invite me back to be a member of the men's Gator golf team, but I, I did have a lot of good options. Stanford, uh, Northwestern, um, North Carolina is what I chose. Florida was on, on the books, but Florida State was there too. So I forgot to tell you. We take live questions during the show, oh, so, okay. so I'll, I'll, uh, we, we've got flight. one already. Um, it's from the Facebook community, and for those of you watching, if you have a question for Nick, for Carrie, or for our next guest, Reverend Carl Anderson, easy peasy. All you got to do is type the, the question in the comment section of Facebook Live. How was it to be coached by Buddy Alexander? What I'd love to know is actually who posted the question first <laughs> before I respond appropriately. We have anonymity rules here. Yeah, all right, that's fair. Um, Buddy is like a second father to me. Um, you know, he was one of those, he's a, a tough love coach. I've learned so much from Buddy. I would not have won the NCAA championship if it weren't for Buddy's tutelage. Um, you know, were there moments where I probably should have practiced a little harder and he let mm -hmm. me know? Yes. Uh, you know, and that's, that's what we all need. We all need someone to help guide us when we're um, young and in college, and I think that's what some of the best coaches do here in Gator Nation. 
I actually wanted to ask you a little bit about that because I, I was a student here in the mm -hmm. mid-70s, and as I just think over the years, the decades, there have been so many great golf teams from the University of Florida. I, mean, I remember Andy North, Andy Bean, all these legendary names. Andy North, of course, still involved as an ESPN commentator. To what do you attribute the success of the program over the decades? Uh, most of it starts with Buster Bishop, who was um, kind of the, the, the initial uh, legend of Gator men's golf, and mm -hmm. uh, certainly the women's golf team, too, should be sure. discussed in this case, too. They're, they've had, I think, two or three national, I think two national championships mm -hmm. as well. Um, but, um, you know, it's, it's really about mm -hmm. facilities, people that do want to live in Florida, um, having great talent in Florida sure. and recruiting from your state, and then great coaching and uh, hopefully players that flourish underneath that tutelage. Yeah. Uh, Nick, so tell us, uh, I mean, obviously, if the listeners don't know about this, uh, Nick had what I would consider the dream season his senior year at University <laughs> of Florida. It really couldn't have gotten any better than, it was like the Danny Werfel year that he won the Heisman and won the SEC and then won the national championship. So, uh, Nick, uh, you know, tell, tell the listeners out there about your national championship season, you know, how it started. You had some really good players. You had a great core. You had Buddy Alexander as your coach. Yep. And how did that season progress? And, and you know, the, uh, those people out there that may not know, how did it end? Okay. Um, so for um, me personally, I was lucky enough to be the team captain the last two years of my career at the University of Florida, our junior year. We were at NCAA Regionals, which qualifies you for the NCAAs, and um, we didn't get to the NCAAs. So a lot of us worked very hard that, that, that summer, and uh, for those that don't know, no, uh, is Camilo Vajegas, um, Camilo Benedetti, Ben Banks, Bubba Dickerson, and we had a huge list of great players behind us that weren't playing as much as they probably could have anywhere else. So we all competed against each other. To become better every day as much as we could at least and uh, our senior year we were lucky enough to lose to great teams like Clemson Georgia Georgia Tech Oklahoma State UNLV all the time and then once we got to regionals again this next year my my senior year our team advanced and we still hadn't beat all those great teams so once we got to NCAAs we were lucky enough to uh, win the national championship as a team and then me as an individual, which I always tell people I'd rather win as a team than individual, but you know, it's both, both are good. In, both incredible. So yeah. when you say you won as a team as, and as an individual, there's uh, a lot of players, uh, golfers on the team, and the first right. five golfers, five. Uh, their, their uh, scores count. That's right. And you're competing at a golf course against other schools. Yeah, four so, of the five count, but it, yeah. So the, the top four of the five count. Yeah. Where, where was it held? Where was the NCAA held when you guys won it? So in 2001, it was at Duke University Golf Course. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, it was kind of neat because for me, it's so close to Chapel Hill where yeah. I started my collegiate career. And also Buddy Alexander, his, uh, his father, Skip, who was a longtime golf professional and also at St. Pete um, Country Club, mm -hmm. is actually buried because they're from there um, nearby. So wow. Buddy went and visited the grave of his father. Wow. While we were there, or not the grave of his father. But yeah, it was the grave of his father. Sounds like it. Hey, we, we've got an off the wall question that somebody just threw at us. Is Nick a Green Bay Packer fan? And if so, will Aaron Rodgers be back as a Packer quarterback? Uh, that's a really tough one. The first one's easy because um, it was a two-part question. Yes. Uh, the two-part question, the first one is a definite 
Yes. All right. I am a team before individual guy when it comes to the Green Bay Packers. Am I somewhat frustrated with Aaron Rodgers' behavior this season or this offseason? <laughs> Potentially. Um, Slightly. Do I, do I know whether or not he's coming back? For, for certain, no. I'm close to a friend that is the beat writer from ESPN. His name is Rob Domovsky. And, you know, I always ping him. I'm like, what's happening? What's happening? And lately he's been a little more dark. about. Mm-hmm. He's not talking about it. He's radio silent. So, you know, I think we're all hopeful that Aaron comes back. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. He's a tremendous player, to so say the least. Post-college, uh, so after you win the individual national title, which is still an incredible feat, and, the, and the team title, yep. uh, you continue your career in golf. I did. Yeah. So uh, tell the listeners a little bit about what happened after um, you ended up uh, graduating. You, you were able to play some really cool places. I was, yeah. I um, initially left uh, college, or excuse me, um, amateur golf to play as a professional through a sponsor exemption in, in Milwaukee. So the Greater Milwaukee Open is the name of the event. Mm-hmm. That was my first professional event, and that was in 2001. Tiger Woods did something similar in 1996, I believe. It was called Hello World, mm-hmm. for those that might remember. Ours were a little different. The pads weren't <laughs> parallel. Mm-hmm. But um, I missed the cut that week, but I was able to play a lot of golf. Went to Q School every year. Missed by a few every year to mm-hmm. get my PGA Tour card, but I had a fairly illustrious Hooters Tour career yeah. uh, for about eight and a half years. We were talking about the places you were able to play all over the world, actually. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. been so. very grateful to, to see a lot of different places. I want you to hold that thought. We're going to come back after the break. We're okay. going to talk a little more about golf, but I also want to talk about what you're doing now. Okay. Uh, you've got Absolutely. a great career going on, and we're going to let you talk all about that, about your Thank business. You. And again, uh, you are watching Melden Law and Friends. We are live. Today is the 13th of July, 2021. I'm here with Kerry Meldon, partner in the firm. Jeffrey, if you're watching us from Colorado, hey, we're keeping the ship afloat. And uh, thank you all, though, everybody. Those of you who've been watching, uh, listening on the platform, whatever it is you do to follow us, please know how much we appreciate it. And we will be right back after this. When you're a member of the Gator Nation, you know what it means to never back down. Melden Law has been a proud supporter of the Gator Nation since 1971. Two forces that won't back down. As the old saying goes, if you can't beat them, join them. The Gator Nation will be the first to tell you that in all kinds of weather, we all stick together. Which is why Melden Law is honored to be the only official law firm partner of the Florida Gators. We hope you never find yourself the victim of a serious accident. But if you do, our team is here for you. Gators won't back down from a fight, and neither do we. Hello and welcome back to Melden Law and Friends, a service of Melden Law. We are based in Gainesville, Florida, where Jeffrey Melden has been practicing for 50 years. He just got his 50-year medallion from the Florida Bar. I know he was very excited. and Like like uh, Kerry said, I think the thing that most excited him is how he was in so much better shape yeah. you know, than everybody else. He was very excited about that. Yeah, so... Uh, whether you have an issue involving a personal injury case, a criminal defense matter, or frankly anything, give us a call anytime. We'll do our best to steer you in the right direction. We are at 1-800-373-8000, or you can take a look at our website at meldonlaw.com. 
Also want to remind you that please stay tuned for the third and fourth segments of today's show. We have an outstanding guest. He was on our show before. He's back again with a lot to tell us, Pastor Carl Anderson, one of the true community leaders here in North Central Florida who has done and is doing so much for our community. So please stay tuned to listen to our Pastor Carl Anderson coming right up. So let's get right back uh, to our great guest, Mr. Nick Gillum, uh, Gator golf legend and uh, part of the national championship team and did so many great things. He's going to talk about his professional career, but we got a question first. How is the UF Boston Golf Course facility compared to other SEC schools in North Carolina? Getting all the hard balls today. Um, you know, I, I would say uh, just as a Gator fan and being a part of the Gator Nation for so long, we stayed in Gainesville for a reason. Um, having a facility so near the campus is mm -hmm. obviously second to none. Um, I know Scott Strickland has some ideas about what he hopes to do over time, and so does mm -hmm. Coach Deacon. Mm -hmm. um, men's golf program um, hopefully is working hard on trying to find other opportunities for us to train uh, and okay. the team to train. Um, as far as a ranking system, I'm, I'm not going to disclose that today. <laughs> um, practice facilities are only improving constantly. Okay, and, that's uh, good. And really, for me personally, against the North Carolina stuff, too, there's so many good golf courses oh, yeah. in North Carolina, it's, it's hard to really address. All right, this, this next question. It's well I, said, well, I, well put. I, I like this one. Two part. When were you on the Hooters tour, and did you get an unlimited Hooters card? For food and drinks. I, again, wish I knew who was actually sending the questions. <laughs> Some, somebody <laughs> but, out there. But I, uh, I was on the Hooters tour basically from 2001 uh -huh. to about 2009. Uh -huh. um, had it, like I said, it, I was not an illustrious career, but I was lucky enough to pay off my investors and, and get I'd on my own because we didn't come from a lot. And as far as the unlimited drinks, uh, no. But it was a card that you received. It was 20% off wings and drinks most everywhere. And I would utilize that card when I was not at the events. And uh, maybe whomever sent that was with me at some given point. <laughs> I don't know. So I'll toss back to you, Gary. I know you had some things you guys want to talk about. Well, not, not your swinging single days, though. Nick, when you came back to Gainesville, you first, uh, you actually had uh, a job with the company with you're with now. Infotech, yeah. yeah. I, was, I was really blessed. I was... Um, at 30, I decided I was tired of seeing so many um, of my good friends that are older that were still out grinding because, you know, you're staying, splitting rooms at a Motel 6 or a Super 8 with others, and it's not that glamorous, and you're driving, you trunk slamming if you don't make the cut. And long story short, about 30, I realized that I was, I was lucky I had a, a degree in, double degree in decision information science from the business school and management minor, mm -hmm. and I could utilize that in some given fashion. So I tried to find a role um, within Gainesville or around the regional area, and Infotech was the first group that was nice enough. Jim McClave, Will McClave, and mm -hmm. Tom Rothrock kind of welcomed me with open arms. And uh, I went in as an intern role and uh, was there for about a year before I took on another position um, with the golf industry. And uh, Dr. McClave is still associated with Infotech. He is. He's uh, basically our – we have two um, co uh, founders that are Tom Rothrock and Dr. Jim McClave, mm -hmm. and they're both doctors. They're wonderful people. They're, it's amazing to work for Infotech, and, yeah. and what they represent in the community is only growing, and uh, what we do nationally, too, is, is impressive, and it's also the, the culture around the people that really has 
been the reason I came back from the golf industry. So for those listeners out there that may not know this, Infotech's probably one of the, if not the uh, biggest uh, businesses in Gainesville, and uh, it has an incredible staff full of inc like extremely educated individuals. Uh, Nick, tell, why don't you tell the listeners out there a little bit about Infotech, sure. what you guys do, and, and why you guys do it. So we do have about 350 or so more employees right now, not in our facility, but hopefully moving back in next week, which is obviously That's an, an important issue. point, sure. Yeah. Um, and a lot of them are off-site and national. But we are basically a three-legged stool, but we have a consulting arm that helps work on uh, statistical analysis on anti-collusionary cases all across the country, even some international, which I can't disclose, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> but then we're also a, a contractor for AASHTO, which is the American Association of State Highway and Transportation Officials. Really? So we help lay out the infrastructure across our country, and we also have a bidding solution that is our proprietary solution, um, contract administration solution, and also a document management solution that we help sell. So from a layman's pers uh, perspective, it sounds like you try to encourage fair capitalism. Fair capitalism, um, open bidding processes, and one of the best things that we've had to deal with during COVID, you know, if you can put it any given way, is that we provide remote solutions for people that are trying to do their jobs um, as quickly and easily as possible. That's incredible. And it's probably, uh, you're one of the few companies that could do that during COVID times. Yeah, yes. we were set up for that. We were prepared for this in a way we didn't expect to be. Sure. But yeah. You're out in the Celebration Point area. We were talking before we went on the right. air. So talk a little bit about that. You know, we've had quite a few people doing different things out there, but that's gotta be an exciting place to be doing business. We can't wait to get back. You yeah. know, um, let's get back as soon as possible. <laughs> yeah. you know? And we have so many folks that are clamoring to, to utilize more of the restaurants, the facilities around there. We used to joke that we wanted a, a zip line all the way down to the movie theater um, <laughs> from our building, but that yeah. hasn't come to fruition yet. But well, maybe no a sp Spurrier's Gridiron Grill now. That might be the case. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's okay, round happy hour. You were telling me that uh, your wife, uh, Jamie, had a tour of uh, Spurrier's recently. Yes, apparently there's uh, somebody that's behind this whole scheme that was a nice uh, tour guide as well. So, oh, we uh, know him. Yeah, so, uh, it, and she said it was beautiful. And uh, I can't wait to get they're going to be opening uh, August 11th. Okay. Yeah, so, they, uh, they just announced it's official. Yep. Those of you out there, you've probably been wondering, all those of you down in South Florida, Central Florida, elsewhere, that's the date, August 11th. In fact, our producer is nodding to me off camera. Yeah, that's the date. So put that on your calendars. That's, that's going to be amazing. And Infotech will be, will be back by then, too. Yeah. Oh, yes. We'll yeah. definitely have plenty of people coming over. That's great. Yeah. So uh, what do you do with Infotech right now? Uh, right now, I'm uh, a senior account manager. I was a director of sales and uh, for the team for, it'll be five years now. Um, but we're help, hopefully helping people grow up the ladder. Mm -hmm. And I've taken on a role where I'm hopefully helping grow our book of business in the Northeast. So That's um, I'm in the sales side and um, have helped grow hopefully. I have the a feeling you're marketing. really good at that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So do you, now, you get, now you get to do it via Zoom more so than uh, travel, because I remember That's you're on the road all the time. That's been the hard part for yeah. a lot of us, yeah. I mean, yeah. certainly we all can't wait to open up and, and see people face-to-face, -face, but um, the Zoom calls have helped, a lot of phone calls, mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, we've still found a way to grow our business. Let me ask you this. Talk about the transition from elite NCAA <laughs> athlete, which you were, sure. to business. Uh, how did that prepare you? Well, I think I had to make so many mistakes in my professional career as a golfer that I realized all the times that I would screw up, I could only get better from it. And, you know, I think once you're down, you realize the only way you can get 
better is to dig your yeah. way out of it. And you know what I'm doing now is I hear we hear a lot of no's, our team, mm -hmm. and uh, the no's are what you improve from, exactly. and, and how you can only become a little bit better in, in what you do and how you communicate with people and, and what the product can do to improve. What are some suggestions you have for our listeners out there on on how to interact with you know people who uh, in business you may want to either sell something or you just want to create a relationship with, and these are probably really highly educated people that you're dealing with yes. uh, in your position. For the most part. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, listening, um, understanding what their problems are sure. first um, before aggressively attacking with the solution. That's what they so, say in Dale Carnegie, two ears, one mouth. Use it in that proportion, right? So we've been, we've been addressing a solution and using a utilizing a solution called same-side selling for quite mm -hmm. some time which is from the same school right. of thought. It's all the same stuff repurposed in, in some way, right? Mm -hmm. And it's, it definitely is important to utilize. Let, let me ask you this. Go back to golf for a second. Sure. A lot of young people out there mm -hmm. learning to play golf. Mm -hmm. um, what advice would you give parents or young people out there who have an affinity for golf, they may want to pursue the same path you did, go into competition, what would you say to them in terms of schools, training? I'll toss it to you. No, that's, that's a great question. So when I worked for the golf company that I worked for, FootJoy, um, I was out kind of investigating talent. And um, I would first kind of watch the parents before I would watch the children. I bet you would. And so what, what would be most important is to tell them to grip it and rip it, any child that's young that loves the game. The John Daly grip technique. Grip it and rip it. That's the old John Daly technique. I mean, and it works. You want them to have fun. You don't want to, you know, hover over them. Get don't, so mired in yeah. uh, technique, and just, just grab it and hit. And then once they become, you know, more advanced in, in different ways, put them in front of the right people if you don't have the answers. Right. It's interesting that you say that because there have been some successful golfer dads. You've got, you know, Tiger Woods, Earl, of course. Um, Xander Shoffley's dad yeah. is, is very it's involved in this game. Yep. Uh, Justin Thomas, I'm, I think that his dad had some. He backs up on it. A he little backs bit. up yeah. a little he bit. He doesn't. Yeah. But, but these are these are uh, people that actually at least uh, you know know what golf game is and have not. You, you don't see them really getting mad at their sons. It's not like tennis parents, as we say <laughs> you, in our sport. Do you want to talk about your experiences? Well, <laughs> I actually I played a. a, a a guy named Stephen Capriotti. I don't know if you know oh, Jennifer. Oh, of course, yeah. Course. yeah, yeah Jennifer Capriotti, yeah. and and his parents were there at, in junior. We were in some junior national tournament, and I actually I won that that match. But <laughs> his parents were really pissed off, and they were yelling yeah. at him after the match. And it was one of these things oh, where, like, my parents just wanted to get yeah. rid of me for three hours. Yeah. You know? I, I, I they dropped me off at the Jeffrey tournament. Dad, yeah, they, did, they, <laughs> they would just drop me off and they'd say, do the best you can. And I wanted to win because I hated losing. Sure. But it wasn't, a, I wasn't driven by my parents uh, <laughs> telling me I had to win or lose. Well, yeah. in the case of golf, too, when you talk about Earl, which is obviously the number one example because watching Tiger Woods and Earl's relationship and, and the way it came up, Earl put the right people in front of him, too. Even sure. though he was a strong man, mm -hmm. he gave Tiger the tools he needed to to succeed mm -hmm. without, I think, berating him too often, which mm -hmm. is what you're talking about with the Capriotis. We, right. we actually had Jeff Cardozo on, you know, oh, yeah. several weeks ago, and he, he can't was can't hit it as far as me. Just is Jeff watching? <laughs> what about uh, Eric Thomas? Uh, he can hit it further than me. Okay, all right. But for young people, you know, people from all neighborhoods, uh, there are some programs now, you oh, know, yeah. that are re Absolutely. that are reaching out so young people can play. Anything you want to say about that? Well, for us, I mean, um, the Florida Junior, the 
Gainesville Junior Golf Association's done a great job just with sure. my son. Um, and you know, I, I love to push him away just to see how he interacts with everybody around. And uh, you know, certain things like that will go a long way. Okay. And all the programs where you can get children associated with each other just to learn and have proper instructor, those things go. We've only got a short amount of time okay. left. Um, any place uh, where anything you can say to our viewers and listeners about how they can get a hold of you at Infotech, uh, find out more about what you do and what you sell? Um, uh, sure. Uh, our direct line. <laughs> Go ahead. Find, Here's you can your find chance. us online at uh, infotechinc.com, and uh, we have all the information you'll need to see from there. All right. Hey, Nick, before you uh, leave, I want to know who's your pick for the British Open this weekend. It depends if it's good weather or bad weather. Well, what's give your, me what's one your... for good, one for bad. Okay, good weather, I kind of like, I, I think Dustin Johnson's probably going to win again. I want Justin nice. Thomas to win. I think bad weather, Lee Westwood's the sneaky win. Lee <laughs> Westwood. You know, the Vegas odds must be pretty high on that one. That's a good... Those listeners out there... You heard it there. Uh, Lee Westwood, the bad weather. I need a cut if that happens, yeah. okay? <laughs> You are watching Melden Law and Friends, a weekly podcast brought to you by Melden Law. Please stay tuned because we've got an outstanding guest. Trust me, this guy is so dynamic. He has so much to say, and he does so much in terms of community service and good works for this community. Reverend Carl Anderson coming right up after this break. Thank you so much for watching. We'll be Nick, right back. Thanks, brother. You got good job, man. When you're a member of the Gator Nation, you know what it means to never back down. Melden Law has been a proud supporter of the Gator Nation since 1971. Two forces that won't back down. As the old saying goes, if you can't beat them, join them. I was in a truck accident. Because of the accident, I've resulted in three back surgeries. We saw advertisements on TV, and guess who popped up more often than that? It was Jeffrey. The communication that he provided was so appreciative. He shows his compassion as a human. He assisted us in achieving one of our dreams, acquisition of a home. And we're here today with smiles on our face with the assistance from Jeffrey. And I was in an accident. Someone ran red light and hit me, and I was hurt. You don't know where to turn. Luckily, I called Jeffrey. These big insurance companies, they don't want you to win. They truly don't. But Jeffrey and his firm and the people that work here, they just really fight for you. You call the law offices of Jeffrey Belden because you're going to need help, and they will help you. The Melden Law Firm from the beginning has been built on giving back to the community. I enjoy coming to work as much today as I did in 1971 when I opened my practice. I don't look at this as a job, I look at it as serving other people. While we're alive, what better feeling can you achieve than knowing that you've helped other people and thereby you enrich your own life? Being a client at Melvin Law was special because I felt like I was really being listened to and I felt welcome by the entire staff. 
If I were in a situation where I needed legal advice and help, I would absolutely reach out to Jeffrey because his reputation alone speaks for itself. But on a personal level, I know that he would take care of me and help me solve those problems and I would feel safe with him. The Gator Nation will be the first to tell you that in all kinds of weather, we all stick together. Which is why Melden Law is honored to be the only official law firm partner of the Florida Gators. We hope you never find yourself the victim of a serious accident. But if you do, our team is here for you. Gators won't back down from a fight, and neither do we. Welcome back to today's episode, which is episode 38 of Meldon Law and Friends, a weekly podcast brought to you by Meldon Law, a statewide law firm with its primary office in Gainesville and also with offices in South Florida covering the entire Tri-County area, Miami-Dade through Broward County, all the way up through Palm Beach County, and of course in Marion County where we've had a presence for 43 years. Our primary practice areas include personal injury cases, meaning victims, families who have been impacted, their lives turned upside down, because of the carelessness or negligence of another. That includes motor vehicle crashes, big truck crashes. Sometimes we have animal bite cases, slip and fall, trip and fall, anything that involves an injury claim. And we also handle criminal defense, including DUI. Our consultations are always free. Give us a call anytime, toll free at 1-800-373-8000 or take a look at our website at www.meldenlaw.com to learn more about the firm. I'm here, of course, with Kerry Meldon, partner in the firm, and you're wearing a lot of hats these days because your father is on a much-needed, well-deserved vacation, so you're running the firm, running your practice, oh, and I'm going not, back and forth. I'm not running the firm. We, we have a team. The team runs the firm. That's very true. Okay, I'm part of the firm. Yes. What I'm doing is I'm running back and forth from South Florida a lot, yes. more, more so. I've got an office in Fort Lauderdale, Ocala, and Gainesville, so last, uh, in fact, last Friday, I started off in Gainesville, and then I met a client in Ocala, and then I got to the office at 3 o'clock in Fort Lauderdale. So oh, wow. that was a big day. And then this morning I woke up at 3 a.m. and uh, drove to Gainesville. So it, we're, but we're part of a, a team. We're back in the it office. Yeah. Things are getting back to normal, and Still. that's what uh, hopefully is going to continue to happen yeah. so we can you know, develop relationships sure. because it's been hard. Yeah, oh, and uh, I don't know. If, well, I don't know if you want to introduce sure. Reverend Anderson. Well, Re- Reverend Carl was on our show before, so you've made the elite. You're back for a second time, Club. Uh, we're very honored. We're very honored to have you the first time, and of course, again, uh, Carl and Reverend Carl and your father Jeffrey Meldon go back a long ways in terms of community service and working on projects together and. I don't think anybody can tell your story quite as well as you can. So maybe for the benefit of, of our viewers, uh, you're a humble man too, I know that. But uh, say a few words about your ministry and, of course, PAVE, you know, this organization you created against violence. Oh, certainly. Um, I am a senior pastor of Upper Room Ministries uh, here in Gainesville. We've been in existence over 20 years. Uh, church was founded in 2000. Um, and. Um, and uh, during that same year, I started uh, People Against Violence Enterprises, um, which is uh, really uh, birthed from uh, a school shooting occurring uh, every month across the United States, including Columbine. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I, I just wanted to do something proactively 
uh, instead of being reactionary um, in this in this community. And so I, I thought of the idea of of uh, you know let's do let's do a stop the violence rally, let's do a peace rally, um, you know, and um, and let's let's get them there by helping them out. By I think at that time we may have given. Uh, a uh, hundred backpacks for school surprise right. to the mm -hmm. first 100 attendees, and um, and so this year uh, it's our 22nd annual, and we're up to giving away 3,000 backpacks wow. filled with school supplies. That's yeah. incredible. It, That's, it, it it's is awesome. It is. It is. And I, and I, and I'm and again, it, it goes back to teamwork. It, 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 you know, it, it, it takes teamwork to make the dream work. And and I'm, I'm grateful for my sponsors, you know, Meridian and all those who've been there from the beginning, who's still there with us. Um, helping to make this a reality and to really impact the lives of our young people. Yeah. Uh, we really need it now more than ever. Yeah, the vi you know, violence has always been an issue uh, within our country and even more recently it's been brought to the forefront with the amount of uh, deaths that are occurring and in fact uh, you know, we're on the eve of a terrible incident that sure. occurred uh, you know, at the VFW um, you know, I think it was two days ago? Yeah, just a few days ago. Yeah. And uh, I know that's something you're very involved in. And yeah. you're a healer, you know, you're, you're a uniter and a healer. So maybe talk a little bit about that. Yeah, uh, you know, and, and um, you know, the, the funeral of the, of, the, of the young man that died um, is actually going to be at my church on Saturday. Mm -hmm. and, um, and, and, you know, we're, we're just honored to be able to, uh, like you say, bring healing through prayer, intercession. And, and just loving on he and on, on his family sure. and friends. Um, as far as our community, it, w it was negatively impacted. Uh, a lot of our young people now are, are afraid. Mm -hmm. and, and I was always told that whenever your peace is interrupted, uh, that's a form of terrorism. Uh, but this is happening by our own, by other teens uh, from the urban community. and. And we're just looking at how to stop the bleeding now. And so, um, you know, we talked about being proactive. Some of the things that we're looking at for us intervention uh, with this is, uh, you know, we're looking at handing out gun locks at this year's rally mm -hmm. uh, to parents, emphasizing gun safety, you know, making sure that they, 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 lock, they lock their cars, they, they lock their glove compartments, they keep their guns locked. Um, even the accidental deaths that occurs from uh, gun, uh, guns well, happen. Yeah, you know. I mean, happen as a result of parents being careless, and so we're going to do that. Also, making sure that our community um, has more responsibility. We, our, our theme this year is we're applying pressure, and so we're going to give away yard signs that mm -hmm. said, "We, you know, we're, see something, say something." You know, uh, just holding everybody uh, accountable by being more responsible uh, in our communities. And so hopefully with all of this, we'll see a, a quick turnaround, although there are some underlying issues that, that really play the part in the long-term effect uh, of our young people going astray. And so we're going to deal with that, too. But, uh, you know, as I talked with Chief Tony Jones and... Mm -hmm. And, um, and, and, and Sheriff Clovis Watson, you know, the main objective right now is to stop the immediate bleeding. Mm -hmm. And so these are some of the things that we're planning on implementing this year today in, in right. this year's rally. Reverend Carl, we, one thing that's different is since the last time you were here, we do take questions now oh, on cool. Facebook Live. So we have a question. 
where is this event going to be located? Wow, that's a very good question. It's going to be located this year at Citizens Park. Okay. Not Citizens Field, Citizens Park. Ah, that's the big okay. soccer field uh, that's, that's next to Northeast Pool, mm -hmm. adjacent to this Northeast Pool. This is the Pool. Stop the Violence Rally? Yes, it's okay. going to be drive-in and walk-up. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to, um, uh, you know, because of COVID, you know, it was hard to, to, to get a venue big enough that's willing to allow this to happen because of the, you know, the, the, you know, the influx of, of, of people that usually come. I mean, oh, we have a large crowd. You and Jeffrey were talking about it the last time, yeah, and it's, it's uh, it was a drive-up thing, but oh, the, you yeah. guys were handing out backpacks yeah, to cars yeah. as they were driving last, by. Yeah, last year we did this for the first time, drive-through right. style. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was effortless. <clears throat> it was smooth. It went, it went perfect. Jeffrey was out there handing them out with yeah. us. <laughs> he and I was working together. It was, it was great. And, um, and, and so we're going to do it again, but we're also going to allow some walk-ups this year. And we're also going to do a couple of other things that'll help, that'll help okay, great. the kids, like uh, on-site vaccinations, mm -hmm. uh, wow. on-site COVID testing, mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, and other things that we're going to do to really help prepare the kids for a good school year. It's been a lot of pressure on them. Yeah. You know, even mentally going through this, oh, absolutely. you know, all of, all of the COVID you know, uh, protocols and and uh, having to quarantine and, you know, seeing family, especially in the urban community, seeing family members and friends die. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I've seen many uh, pass away personally, so I know that it has to be hard on the kids. Oh, incredibly and so. this so. year we're going to cover all of those areas, gun violence prevention, uh, mental health, we got Todd Bridges coming this year. Wow, the actor. The actor Todd Bridges coming yes. this year. He's going to be there. He's he had a rough time growing up. Got in trouble with guns, going in people's cars, uh, got on drugs, and so uh, he'll be a. But it's a story person. of redemption. Exactly. Uh, yeah, it's quite exactly. a story. Yeah. And a story of, of how to make bad decisions and the consequences of it. He could have been a bigger actor sure could than, than, than yeah. what he was. And so he's going to talk about all of that. We're also going to have a, a mother there who child got killed due to gun violence. In fact, she hit me up this morning and out there at the grave site, she sent me pictures. He just, oh, just tore up, man. Just, just, just really, it, just really, it just really hit me there. And so I feel like we got the right people coming to impact change. In our and what is the date again? It's July, Saturday, July 31st. So this is only a couple of weeks away. Only a couple of weeks away, and and and. Um, and what's and, the time? What's the time that people can come out there? Um, door. We, we're going to start letting people in around nine. Okay. Uh, but it's from ten to twelve. And we actually have a question on this. Yeah, uh, you're real, you're already answering it. How will it be different from? previous years and is it free admission oh yeah totally free everything is free mm -hmm. everything is free um, again that's why we thank our sponsors for being a part even even Melvin law we <coughs> sure. appreciate well, you all we're for honored being on to be board. part of it and, uh, yeah. and because of that we can do this free and um, the other question was uh, it'll be different will it will it be how yep. will it be different so the only way it'll be different this year is that we are allowing people walk to walk up sure from the community because last year I felt so bad uh, turning people away, and, and the only reason we did it that way is because we didn't want any accidents. But that field is so big, oh, yeah. we could set up, uh, people can come, sit on bleachers, and not be ran over by cars. Mm -hmm. So, so uh, we were out there today doing another walkthrough, and it. So we, we have a follow-up question. Okay. If my business wants to be a sponsor 
for the PAVE event, who do I contact? You can contact me. Well, there you uh, go. You can <laughs> inbox me on Facebook. That's Carl Anderson, Carl with a K, Anderson. Um, or simply just give me a call, 352-339-3851. Say that again. That's 352-339-3851. Okay, and you have a Facebook page, of course. Yes, I have a Facebook said, page. And is yes. there a website also? Yes, yes, there's a website at pavingpeace.org. Pavingpeace. Pavingpeace.org. That's P-A-V-I-N-G-P-E-A-C-E dot org. Okay. You know, one thing that's so, as I'm sitting here listening to you, that's so inspirational is that you're talking on the one hand about stopping the bleeding, mm -hmm. and you're also talking about the underlying issues that right. give rise to tragedies like what we Certainly. just experienced. So maybe talk a little bit more about that. How do you see PAVE, your organization, working to prevent, lessen these types of things from happening in the future? Well, again, it's a process. Um, you know, there are things that we do uh, throughout the year, like some hosting symposiums, um, you know, uh, how parents can, uh, teaching parents on how to identify their children are involved in gangs, uh, uh, teaching uh, parents, uh, letting parents know that, you know, which video games are not good, uh, uh, music and, and violence, uh, those type of things. But then we really get involved with helping out with food distribution uh, because, you know, poverty leads to violence and, mm -hmm. and, and you know, economic, uh, lack of economic development, uh, you know, fathers not being in the homes. And so we're looking at doing more mentorship uh, and, the t and the tutorial services. Uh, we've been doing it. We're going to continue to do it. Uh, look like now, because of the incident, uh, we have more community engagement. So in the past, where we've been begging people to be involved, mm -hmm. now many people are wanting to be involved. The only thing is I want to make sure that we work collaboratively. We're better together, um, and, and instead of duplicating the same thing and uh, creating, our, creating uh, new wheels, we need to make sure that we're working strategically so we can maximize uh, you know our resources in this community. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, it, you know we're not lone soldiers. Uh, by all means, uh, we're better together. Is what I always say. Mm -hmm. And so I want to see us do more uh, intervention, prevention, uh, so that we can really make uh, long term. Uh, you know, helping out with jobs. And uh, we just had a job fair, a health fair, uh, at our at our church uh, to really just curve this whole thing long term. We are going to have to take a break in just a moment. Um, Carl, I'm sure we could have you on uh, for the whole hour, if not oh. longer. Uh, for those of you watching, uh, this man is so inspirational. He does so much good work. And uh, we'll be back after this break to talk more about the Stop the Violence Rally and, and the wonderful charitable work that uh, his organization is doing for North Central Florida and beyond. You are watching Meldon Lawn Friends. This is episode 38. We started this back in November. We haven't missed a week. And uh, for those of you who've been watching since the very beginning, and I know there are quite a few of you out there, or those of you who may just be picking this up on one of our audio platforms for the first time, we also want to remind you, though, that all of our episodes, including this one, are archived. So you can watch old episodes, including this one, uh, on our YouTube channel, the Meldon Law YouTube channel, or you can go to the Meldon Law Facebook page, and there's a link to the archives there. We'll be right back after this message. The Gator Nation will be the first to tell you that in all kinds of weather, we all stick together. 
which is why Melden Law is honored to be the only official law firm partner of the Florida Gators. We hope you never find yourself the victim of a serious accident, but if you do, our team is here for you. Gators won't back down from a fight, and neither do we. When you're a member of the Gator Nation, you know what it means to never back down. Melden Law has been a proud supporter of the Gator Nation since 1971. Two forces that won't back down. As the old saying goes, if you can't beat them, join them. Welcome back to today's edition of Melden Law and Friends. Today is Tuesday. July 13th, 2021, on behalf of myself and Carrie Meldon and Jeffrey Meldon, we are so honored to once again, for the second time, be joined by the Reverend Carl Anderson, who is the founder and pastor of the Upper Room Church in Gainesville, and he's also much more than just that. He is the founder of PAVE. He's been talking about that, this organization to prevent violence. Reverend Carl, you know, we've been talking about the, the recent tragedy. Uh, and we had a question off camera. Maybe say a few words about that, you know, about maybe for those who aren't aware of it. It's been a big story in Gainesville, and for those who are watching on the Internet from not just elsewhere in Florida but nationwide, worldwide, yeah. what, what happened that you're able to tell us about? Well, it was a, it was a birthday party, a teenage uh, birthday party at American Legion, and... Uh, you know, kids came to just gather to have fun, you know, dance, you know, eat some, you know, hors d'oeuvres or whatever. Um, and, um, you know, uh, shortly after they started gathering, some, you know, kids came, other kids came in with face masks and started shooting mm-hmm. uh, randomly. And, um, you know, and, 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 and an unfortunate thing is, uh, you know, it was floating someone videotaped it. It was, it was um, you know, uh, it was a lot of this was on, some of this was on, on uh, floating mm-hmm. around social media. And so, um, you know, I, I'm just thankful that many more didn't get hurt. Yeah, um, fortunately, we, we had uh, one kid who um, lost his life. He fought hard. Mm-hmm. Um, you, know, um, you know, he ended up, uh, you know, transi- transitioning. Um, and his funeral is going to be at my church on on Saturday, and I'm just praying for his mother and 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 you know family and friends. And it's tough on his it's tough on his classmates, his peers, and uh, what just were the ages of the attendees at the event? Oh, we're, we're talking about 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. I, th- I think this kid was 12. Uh, I mean, I'm talking middle school, mm-hmm. middle school um, age kids, and um, it's, it's just sad. Um, you know, and um, you know, have um, they caught any of the perpetrators? They, 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 I think they, they got them all. Um, okay. You know, and, and, and they even interviewed one of the uh, young ladies that were there. Um, you know, they didn't show her face or anything like that, but just hearing her and hearing, seeing her break down, and it was just tragic. And, and just yesterday, uh, you know, Jackie Johnson, the PIO for school board, mm-hmm. released some uh, good inf- good information on how parents can receive some. Uh, 
counseling. You know, our kids can receive counseling. Anything you can share or tell us about yeah, on yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they sent out, um, you know, uh, an email yesterday, school board of Alachua County, Alachua County Public Schools, uh, to parents, you know, letting them know that kids can receive. Because it's not, not only that, but it's just been a tough year. Mm -hmm. and coping Absolutely. with the coping with the pandemic and now you know these tragic uh, incidents and so she provided a, a several resources Meridian was on there I think I remember mm -hmm. seeing corner drugstore some other uh, entities mm -hmm. on there uh, good it was a good thing and we're going to provide other you know counsel counselors and and um, you know mental health uh, of course, Meridian is, is, is one of yep. our principal sponsors with the rally, is the principal sponsor of the rally. And so we're, we're grateful for them being a part of it. And, and that was one of the things as we were planning, because, uh, you know, Jackie, along with the school board, they, they plan along with us with this, um, along with law enforcement. It's a collaborative effort, and so we do it strategically. And so we wanted to make sure that we get someone who can appeal to their heart and minds there and also provide some type of counseling. So we'll have some pastors there as well and, 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 and others. And, you know, again, Meridian is going to be there. And, you know, and we often, you know, share the number, you know, 352-374-5600, option one. You know, you know, if, if any kid feels like they're being pressured or bullied or just uh, coming to the point where they want to, you know, uh, you, know uh, you know, take their own life, you know, also, the, you know, she sent information about, you know, the Alachua County Crisis mm -hmm. uh, Unit as well. And so, you know, again, our theme this year is uh, we're applying pressure. We're, we're wrapping our arms around our youth, and it's important. We need each other. Uh, it, will the service be a public service? Can people attend? Oh, yes. Uh, yes. Okay, is. so it why is. don't you give the address of the church and okay, a few sure. more details on my, that. My, my, my church, Upper Room Ministries, uh, we're located 3575 Northeast 15th Street in Gainesville, 32609. And, um, uh, you know, uh, come and, and, and show your respects to the family and let them know that you care and, be, you know, and you know, be prayerful. And uh, I know the mother, uh, you know, she'll appreciate all the prayers okay. and support she can get mm. and um, I know my, me and my staff will be there and just making sure that we're there for them. So and you talked during the first segment I'd like you to readdress a little bit though so going forward mm. uh, you know from a tragedy like this mm. what do you see are things some maybe just a couple of things that the community can do to heal and move forward and grow? One of the things we can do to heal and, 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 and go is, uh, are, are simple things like just going back to basics. Right. Loving on one another, meeting the needs of, of, of people, uh, res you know, showing respect to others, um, you know, as you would want them to respect you. And, and, and when adults learn to do that, then children will learn to do that. Mm -hmm. So it starts with adults, it starts with parents, uh, it starts with, uh, you know, the village, right. you know. Uh, it does take you know, a village. It does take a village. And so it takes all of us just when we see the need, be the need. And, um, you, know, uh, you, know, you know, Gandhi said, if you, you know, you be the change you want to see. You know, so. I think you hit the nail on the head when you said that this crisis has caused a lot of pressure, mm. not only on the youth, but on the parents as well and the yeah. whole community. It's been very 
stressful. It's made us separate as a community even more, and it caused a lot of economic uh, issues, as well as, you know, a lot of Certainly. people were um, unfortunately uh, either medically uh, injured or they passed away as a result of, of the pandemic. So, you know, your job is, is very, very important, and we'd like to thank you for coming on to our Absolutely. show. I think it's uh, something that we uh, were very proud to have you on the show. Yeah. And we, uh, we hope, we, we wish you the best, and we want to sponsor uh, your event moving forward. And for the listeners out there, once again, it's on July uh, 31st, 31st, right? All right. And, and, why, and why don't you, again, even though you brought this up for a segment, it certainly doesn't hurt to bring it up again. Just say a few words again about PAVE. For those who might have even missed the first segment or didn't hear it fully, I think no more important time than right now to maybe reiterate the who, where, when, and why to say what PAVE is, how they can get in touch, and learn more about it. Right. Well, first of all, PAVE is People Against Violence Enterprises. We're not a reactionary type of organization. Uh, we, we, we've been proactive uh, from start from 2000. Um, we've been doing this prior to school starting, uh, giving away backpacks to offer a message of violence prevention to parents and youth. Each year we assess what's going on in our community and then we address it, whether it's domestic violence, uh, school, you know, school fighting, uh, what have you. This year it's gun violence mm -hmm. uh, due to the recent, um, and I won't just say recent because there have been some other shootings that have occurred sure. in the southwest area as well as 8th Avenue, East Gainesville. And so, uh, but, you know, now is the time to really come together like never before, uh, join hand in hand and be there for our children. Uh, not again uh, as intervention, you know, helping uh, parents find jobs, helping take the pressure off of, off of single parents, providing uh, tutor, tutor, you know, mentorship, tutorial yeah, exactly. services, uh, you name it. Uh, you know, uh, there's been a lot of pressure. I mean, you know, the pandemic didn't make anything any, any better in a lot of regard. People couldn't get the mental health uh, uh, help they needed. Mm -hmm. they, they, they couldn't, you know, uh, you know just... Uh, it's just an onslaught of problems. And so right now, uh, we need to come together. Uh, I know we all feel like we're free and we're going back to normalcy, and that's a good thing. But let's make sure we pick up the broken pieces. That's a good uh, point. And uh, let's make sure that we, uh, you know, make sure that we leave no one behind. So July 31st from 10 a.m. till noon, uh, you can show up at Citizens Park, mm -hmm. not Citizens Field, mm -hmm. and it's free admission and you'll have an opportunity um, to meet everybody, to learn about PAVE and support the community. That's right. And, and get your back in there if your child hadn't been vaccinated, because we want all kids to try to get back in school. Uh, we're almost there. We almost had her, herd immunity here in our community. And so, um, and, and, you know, so if, if you did, your child needs to be uh, you know, tested for COVID or you need to be tested for COVID, that's going to be out there. Mm -hmm. uh, we're wow, also that's have really amazing. Free. That's right, for free. This is incredible. Um, also, we're going to offer uh, vaccinations for free out there. You have health to be out there. Um, and, um, you know, child can also find out their bus rounds, practical things. They can get their, their normal um, immunizations done. Um, and, of course, the 3,000 backpacks wow. for school supplies. 3,000 backpacks great. being yeah. given away. Yeah. Just show up and you'll get one. Uh, Reverend, we only have a little over a minute and a half left. I'd yes. like you to flip back to the church. Yes. Talk about where the church is, upper room, uh, 
That's at Upper Room Ministries. So tell us again where that is and uh, how they can learn more, maybe telephone number and website. Sure. Um, Our church, Upper Room Ministries, we're located 3575 Northeast 15th Street here in Gainesville, across from uh, M.K. Rollins Mm -hmm. uh, Elementary. And, um, and, and, you know, we have such services as Take What You Need Tuesdays. If you need food, groceries, we give them away every rain or shine. We're giving them away. Uh, we usually have about two, two, 200 to 250, 250 people there every week, every Tuesday from 9 to 11. Come and get food, groceries. Um, we, have a, 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 we, have a, um, we also have a, a widow's wing ministry there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have uh, a foster's fruits ministry where we're, uh, where we're there for foster children and foster parents. Um, and and, and you know, so many other youth program, and so we're we're, we're you know a pro employabilities program where sure. kids can uh, learn earn earn money while they learn, and uh, and 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 learn job readiness, and um, and and a performing arts uh, academy as wow, well. Wow, that's amazing. So we're just we're just trying to be there so. for our kids, arrest these problems, mm-hmm. and 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 love on them, and 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 help them be productive citizens. Uh, but uh, we could be, you could reach us at our website, uh, youarewelcomehere.org. That's the letter U, letter R, welcomehere.org. Wow. Phone number is 352-264-0006. There's always room Hi. for you at Upper Room. <laughs> That's all the time we have today, Reverend Carl. Thank you so much. Thank uh, you just like the last time you were on, you were so inspirational, and, and you do so much good for the community, really, uh, especially now. And again, on behalf of Melvin Law, thank you. you know, I appreciate uh, it, Reverend. So good. Yeah, it's so good, good right. working yeah. with you. We will so uh, be back you. next week for another episode of Melvin Law and Friends. Thank you so much for watching. On behalf of Carrie and myself and Jeffrey, we'll see you next week.